Is anybody there? Do we do we do we do? Is anybody listening? Welcome to Broad Games, the show about nothing. Wait, wait, the show about anagrams. You'll see why. Spoiler, it's because broad is an anagram of bored. And just when you thought this podcast might be about board games, perhaps played by broads, think again. It's only broadly about games. Let's get to it. Thanks for joining us for our very first episode of the sure-to-be cult classic groundbreaking podcast. I'm Kara, and that was Rebecca. Today we are playing the game of life, Star Wars, A Jedi's Path. That's the Star Wars music, if you didn't get that. I was talking to someone today about playing this game, and I said basically you either go on the dark side or the other side, and I couldn't remember what the (laughs) other side it would be called. It's just the Jedi path. I thought maybe it was just Jedi. Um, So I guess the first thing we need to do is choose what character you want to play as. So these are all Jedis in training. So you can either go as... Well, I actually don't know that Chewbacca is a Jedi in training, but he's name recognition, so I get it. So you can go as Chewbacca. You can go as a young Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor. You can go as um, Conehead. Who's Conehead? Dan Aykroyd. (laughs) Why is he in Star Wars? Well, I... It's not that. I don't think it's actually. (laughs) Okay, I see what you mean. Or you can go as this, like, really babelicious green girl, who I'm pretty sure her sister was killed by Jabba the Hutt. I want young, young Kenobi. Anakin. Oh, wait. I don't know who's who. I want... That's all we get to choose from? Yeah, these are the only ones you get to choose from. Well, who do you want? Um, I was going to let you go first, and then I was going to... Chewie! You want Chewie? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to... make the chewy noise. I don't know how to. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Is that pretty good? Uh, no. No? I don't... I would would be worse than that. Mm-hmm. Chewy would be a good Halloween costume because it would be so warm. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to... I kind of want to go as Conehead, but I feel bad because I don't know his name. I also don't know her name, but I'm going to go as the green girl with, like, the tentacle head. All right. I, like, she's a babe, if that helps. So we start up here. Okay. Oh, we don't... We're not actually, like, fully set up yet, so give us a minute. So it's just going over top. Yeah. Boom. Shaka-laka-laka. <laughs> okay. So the object of the game of life, as we, we already kind of succinctly said, but if you actually want to know the rule book, is the force is strong within you, so you have been chosen to attend the Jedi Temple on Corsicant. I don't know if I said that right. There you will be trained by the Jedi Masters of the Galaxy. I wonder if you can get a scholarship there. Or... We would know. Are we going to find out? Well, no. I'm just saying like in real life, not in the board game life. Do you think like it costs a lot of money to go to Jedi school? No. You think they're just really altruistic like that? Yes. <laughs> and you will learn the ways of the Force. Dangers and opportunities will surround you. At the end, you will take the trials to see if you are worthy to become a Jedi Knight. But beware. The dark side beckons at every turn. Although quicker, easier, and more seductive than the light side of the Force, those who travel too far down the dark path will never return. So basically it's saying that if you take any shortcuts... You're kind of a ship egg, and you're going to become Darth Vader. So, are we both agreeing to go on not the dark side? I think one of us should. Well, I don't think we say what we're going to do before we play <laughs> the game. Okay. Then um, let's let the games begin. Let the games begin. Um, How? So, um, to begin, we take two skills and choose a clan before you sign up. So you can take any two of these little skills here. I'm choosing the skills of logic and fighting. Interesting. I was going to take those too, but I'll take energy and intuition. 
Okay, and then to begin, we get to take um, a clan to start with, to train with. So you either take this green one, which is the longest, mm -hmm. the gold one, which is medium, and then the blue, which is the shortest. I'm choosing Bantha because I like Bantha, that word. Um, I'm going to choose the Kadu clan. That's the second hardest one. Mine Is mine the hardest or the easiest? Um, I think it's just... You need to acquire eight skills, so it's going to give you the most opportunity to do that, but it'll take the longest. Mm, but it's a, it's a safe choice. I used my logic already. Look at you. Okay, so uh, roll to see who gets to go first, or do you want to spin to see who gets to go first? Spin. The spinner is really questionable. Hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a six. I don't know. You rolled a one. What did you roll? Six. Okay. So do you want to keep using the spinner? Or we can... Yeah, dice. dice. Dice that shit. We got a 10-sided die here. No big deal. Six. What, what? So I move six? Yeah. Gain one fighting. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ooh, now I have two fighting. I rolled an eight. That's much... You don't get anything from this. Damn it. Okay. I don't... I have to go back to the front <laughs> because I'm already trying to do my Jedi trials with no skills. <laughs> <laughs> and i got a lesson what's lesson uh this is a lesson <gasps> a lesson card who's on the front of that lesson card rebecca cutie and his <laughs> little bella <laughs> we're just gonna leave it at that no this is actually sweet though this is luke yeah he skywalker does, he does pretty cute he is doing a handstand with yoda on his foot can you do that in yoga I I will aspire to do that starting today. Who's going to be your Yoda? My child that's not conceived yet. Good. So you have a lot of time to practice that. That's yes. Nice. Logic seven. A Jedi learns to trust the future, but not at the expense of the present, of the here and now. Spin and add your logic. If the total is seven or higher, gain a skill. Okay. So you take, like, roll the dice. And then if you have that plus however many logics you have, if you have seven, then you get to add a skill. Five, six, no. Okay, so I'm at the Jedi Trials. I have four skills, so I need a... And they're all different. But that doesn't matter. I clearly don't understand what's going on. So you yep. just add all your skills. All of them. doesn't matter yeah. which ones. Okay, you need a four. Nine. Nine, yes! What did I get? Lesson. 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 Intuition, Eight. The Force teaches the Jedi when to be wary, learn how to sense disturbances in the Force. So spin and add your intuition. I have one intuition, and I need eight. This does not bode well. I don't have any intuition. I thought <laughs> yeah, I, I thought... Clearly. <laughs> Six. Damn it. Wah, wah. What if you had got it right? Then I would have gotten, like, an intuition oh. point. This is like your money. Yeah. In life four one yay now i roll again yeah and so if you can get a four you pass your trials i did it that was I perfect did it. i got a four what's it saying oh it's saying brandon mack favorited a tweet of ryan's speaking of brandon mack we found him on tinder did he swipe yes to you no you okay how do you feel about if you are on tinder and you see a friend of yours who you don't have any interest in dating because you're friends but you swipe yes to them to be like hey i saw you here and if they do you do that i do that and i i am the person that swipes yes to people that i know because i want to like make fun of us for both being on tinder exactly that's i would do that too if i was on tinder which I'm not, unfortunately. And maybe that it's a female thing because all the guys that I know that I've done that to, none of them sway back. Mm -hmm. A friend of mine, she did that with a mutual friend of ours. And then he immediately texted me asking if she was like single and interested in him. And I was like, she was just like saying hi, bro. <laughs> yeah. So guys, maybe take it more at face value. I think so. And I'm just like, yo, what's up? So now all these like guys that, you know, just think you have crushes on them, I guess. Yeah, Brandon, I don't have a crush on you. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a small crush, but not. She's doodling your name on her notebook right now with little hearts. It's really Little cute. hearts where the eyes are. <laughs> I don't know how to spell Brandon. <laughs> you can make the O into a heart, I guess. My O's kind of look like hearts. I have really bad handwriting, though. 
So the thing about the Tinder swiping is I deleted Facebook today. I'm an on-again, off-again Facebook user. So you can't use Tinder without Facebook, right? Right. So when I went to go Tinder this afternoon, (laughs) I was like, oh, crud. So you're kind of deleting two vices at once. And Facebook Messenger. (laughs) And I've been sending you messages. Have you really? Friday is the 13th. I know. Spooky. Maybe we should talk about superstitions. Do you have any? No. (laughs) I always lift my feet up when I go over train tracks, like when I'm driving. Like even, especially when I'm the one driving, (laughs) I do that. I just get a little bit of momentum going and then I lift my feet up. What's the like origin of that myth? Um, I don't actually know the origin of that. I just know that it's like terrible bad luck if you don't do it. Well, now I'm going to have to do it. I know. I'm not really superstitious. That's the only thing I do, but it's just out of habit. Walking under ladders, I don't like to do. Well, that's just just good sense not to do that. What if it collapses? Exactly. And there's a person on it and they fall. Anyways. That's a disaster. One time, though, I bought this wonderful necklace from Valley Village that was kind of like an amulet. It wasn't an amulet, though. It was just like a nice rock. And a few really not really bad, but like bad things happened to me when I was wearing it mm. to the point where I started calling it the amulet of doom <laughs> in my head and maybe out loud to some people. And one night after something particularly like bad happened, I was like walking down Broadway and I just took it off and like hung it from the the garbage can. I was like, someone's going to pick this up and see how wonderful it is. And I don't know if it would be bad or good luck for luck for them, but well, if it w- I'm assuming the reason it was in Valley Village is because a gypsy put a curse on it or something. Yeah. And then you just passed it on. You should have just thrown that in the river. <laughs> I should have put it into the garbage and not on. But yeah. it was pretty. I, I know. I get that. Well, sometimes, I don't know. Like, there's a whole bunch of different theories on, like, things like that and objects carrying certain, like, feelings. And if you put if you put your own, um, like, superstitions and, like, paranoia into something like that usually just like manifests itself but that's usually just you doing that or bl- having something to blame for it yeah i much more would think now at my age that it would be have a gypsy curse on it than back then i wouldn't have actually thought that i would think someone would just pick up a nice piece of jewelry and have it and not get bad luck mm-hmm. but and now I, I agree with you throw it in the river yeah just like jumanji and yes. they've dig that up they should have done more to get rid of that game Although, honestly, like, for our next board game, if we could find Jumanji, that would be amazing. Did you play it? How can you even ask? I I wouldn't be able to stop myself from playing it, and I hate that about myself. I don't think we should try to find it. No, I'm just saying, like, say... That's what I'm saying, is don't look for it. I'm not looking for it, but say I walk to work tomorrow morning, and then, oh, what's that peeking out of the snow? Juma... It's Jumanji. It's Jumanji, Rebecca. And then I get hit by a car, because I'm carrying Jumanji. Well, (laughs) what are you asking? Would you play it if we we found it? (laughs) Yeah, but you got hit by a car. I can't play without you. Oh, okay, you're okay. I was clutching onto the game, and it (laughs) saved my life. Um, yeah, we would play it. Like, that movie ends happily ever yeah, after. Yeah, they just need to finish playing the game. You need to have, um, follow-through. That's all. That's what Jumanji taught me. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> Except that Robin Williams is in it. Mm-hmm. And that kid turns into a monkey. <laughs> the kid turns into a monkey. Mm-hmm. I didn't... You remembered that. I didn't. I, d- I did remember that. And Kirsten Dunst is in it. A young Kirsten Dunst. And who's the boy? I don't know who the boy was. Nobody. Just, I might have actually just been a monkey. Who knows? <laughs> I doubt it. Well, you don't know. Have you seen some of these crazy monkey movies? Monkeys can act. That's CGI. Mm, I don't know about it that. It is. Not all monkeys are CGI. That's Apparently, a real the wolf on Wall Street is all CGI, except for maybe like close-ups. I don't understand what you're saying. All of the background and like locations and stuff. Oh, I thought you meant the people. <laughs> I was like, um, I feel like those were real actors. You feel that way, though, but who knows? Was Jonah Hill's penis CGI? Do you see it? Yeah. I have not seen that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Things you believe to be true, but turned out not to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a really elegant title. No, that's why it'll be in the bloopers yes we're gonna have such a good bloopers reel 
I feel like our whole podcast might end up being a bloopers reel. Um, anyway, okay. So the craziest thing, my dad once told me um, back when I was much younger, I'm assuming like five or six, and I used to be really into um, like foraging for food. Went like unnecessarily, like it just like in, in the that, forest. No, like in my garden. Okay. <laughs> and like neighbors' crab apple trees and stuff. <laughs> I thought you were neighbors' crap, you know. <laughs> no, and then it's just like neighbors' garbage. It felt really grown up to, for me to like be in charge of. Ooh, I'm eating this, and I pulled it out of the ground, and I'm a grown up because that <laughs> seems like a really grown up thing. Um. Anyway, so I, I ate too many crab apples one day, like a lot of them, and I got incredibly sick. Because clearly I ate too many crab apples. And then I'm like crying and like laying in the bathroom and I'm asking my dad, like, like, why is this happening to me? Like, why am I so sick? And he's just like frustrated and single father at the time. And it's just like, you're allergic to crab apples. Don't eat them anymore. Like, you'll die. And then I spent the next probably 20 years of my life believing that I was allergic to crab apples. <laughs> and I turned down so many crab apples and like crab apple desserts and stuff. And then a few years ago, I was visiting my parents, and my stepmom made like um like an apple crumble or something. And then she's like, "Yeah, and like it's great. I just got the apples from like the crab apple tree in the backyard." And then I was like, "Well, great. Thanks <laughs> a lot. I can't eat this. You should know what my allergies are." And this is my one allergy. <laughs> so like, it was a really big deal to me. And then they both are just looking at me. They're like. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody is allergic to crab apples. And I was like, um, I've spent 20 years being a martyr for the crab apple cause. So like, I can't get those years back. I don't know what to do. I thought about just eating a lot of crab apples and making up for it, but then I'd probably get sick again. And then I'd believe the whole thing all over. <laughs> so yeah, it's a really heartbreaking story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> My story of things that didn't happen yeah it was that drew carey died because someone told me this and who would lie about drew carey i don't i have no idea why he did it i think he just wanted to see what would happen but the thing was that i then went and told someone else that drew carey died just one person so you're spreading celebrity death rumors yeah and then i think it was a couple days later that i I found out it wasn't true. I was just like, why did you lie about this? And Jacob still thinks that. And then oh, we no. just we just let it let it go. And I don't know when he found out that it wasn't true. Maybe he still thinks it. Maybe he just thinks all of the price is right. It's just reruns. I don't even know if I've ever seen it with Drew Carey on it. I haven't either. See, he could be dead still. Maybe he's a robot. <gasps> do you remember when I told you that you were a manic pixie dream girl? I do remember that day. And you thought that I made that up? I just put a bunch of words together. It did sound made up at the time, and now I know that it is a trope. Very good. I love when people use that word. I do, too. I love saying it. I don't love saying it. I, I kind of... You said it once, though, and it was really good. Just now? Yeah. I'm not going to say it again. No, don't. Don't wreck Let's it. Let's wait for it to come up organically. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Trope! <laughs> Like when people say I can't wait, I, I literally meant that. <laughs> I could see it in your face. Like you're getting a little like. Also, do you ever think about Superstation, the TV station, Channel Thirty Three? Channel Thirty Three, totally. <laughs> it turned into tree now. It was TV Tropolis. Was it TV Tropolis? TV Trope. Oh. or Metropolis. My favorite thing about that channel was um, I would see movies for the first time mm. on them, but they would be like heavily like TV edited and I didn't realize that was a thing. So then um, like scenes that I would were totally cut out of these, I had no idea existed. And like in Breakfast Club, I didn't know that they were swearing. They were just saying, forget you. <laughs> and that's like kind of Mar my favorite way to swear now is telling Mar people that. Barkley? Is that what I'm thinking of? Oh, that song. Mm -hmm. um, no, that's, what's his name? CeeLo Green. Same same person. No. Yes. Narles Barkley and CeeLo Green aren't the same person. <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> okay. We need a third party here to come. We're having some like really boiling arguments right now. Uh, no. I'm right. I don't think you're right. I am so right. You don't even know. Okay. I'm going to keep talking to you, but I'm Googling this. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, here's somebody asked the in yo in um Yahoo. Oh, Yahoo, just like Let's, I'll give you the the answer. They have really poor grammar though. Is Gnarls Barkley and CeeLo Green the same person? I want to know if Gnarls Barkley and CeeLo Green are the same person or not. I'm confused. All capitals. There's one answer to this. Nope. CeeLo Green is the name of the singer. Gnarls Barkley is the name of his band when he collaborated with hip-hop producer Danger Mouse. Thank you, Mighty Captain Obvious. That's the name of the guy who answered the question. We appreciate that. (laughs) Shout out. It's Captain... What was it? Captain Mm -hmm. Obvious? Was that the person that answered the question? Yeah, four years ago. Four years ago. So, I think that that answer was a bit... um, Okay, but then someone else is saying... Okay, I'm confused. The answer was a bit aggressive, and it was also... It said yes when it... It said no when it meant yes. CeeLo Green is the main singer of Gnarls Barkley, if you want to consider that a band. But it's just him being produced by Danger Mouse. Like that big yeah, okay. African-American fellow yeah. who you're picturing for both of them is the that. same person. Yes, I win. Danger Mouse and CeeLo Green. <laughs> so Gnarls Barkley is a collaborative. But sure. it's not Okay. Sure. So I think we're both a little right on that. And like, I, like Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Was a... Basketball player? Okay, was he? I think so. No, can you Google that? Because in my head, I was thinking Charles Manson and Marilyn Manson and Marilyn Monroe. Okay, I'm trying to figure out where you're going with this. You're lost. Marilyn Manson made up his name from Marilyn Monroe and Charles Manson. Yes, I did know that. You're right. Then you should have put that together faster. I was confused on the tripod. You said things. (laughs) A tripod? A triangle. Either same. Charles Barkley. Either same. He's a basketball player. Oh. And a really bad Saturday Night Live host. I got invited to my high school reunion this week. No way. I do not know why, but I'm so stressed out about it. How old does that make you? Um, It'll be my 10-year reunion, so I'm right. turning 20. We don't even have to say. No, you can do that math. Do that math. We just but said it. It is my birthday in a few weeks. Great. But I'm just like, I don't really want to go to it simply because all of the people that like I would probably hang out with at this high school reunion, I see already like outside of 10 year events. That's because we still live in our hometown. That's true. But I would only, I would spend like the night just, I guess people watching and maybe being a bad person. And I feel bad about knowing that about myself. I had a realization the other day that what people call people watching is actually people judging yes very much so you're not just watching them you're judging them mm-hmm. especially their shoes probably yeah just their clothes mm-hmm. i was getting some looks today i was walking around downtown and i'm where i was wearing these amazing leggings that i got for christmas that have bill murray's face all over them uh yeah and i got like a lot of looks and they didn't all seem like good looks and I'm baffled by that because if I saw somebody wearing Bill Murray leggings, I would instantly be their friend. Are you still wearing them right now? No, I took them off because I'm really worried about wrecking them. <laughs> <laughs> They're a precious commodity. <laughs> they are. And I wore them. This is the first time I wore them to work and I've like burnt clothes working before. Oh, so. yeah. Tell us about your job. Um, I work as a goldsmith. Mm-hmm. So it's a very old timey profession. Yeah. <laughs> Not a blacksmith, though. Goldsmith. Goldsmith. So we... Like, make jewelry and repair jewelry and look this at jewelry. Is, this is a thing about your life. This is a life thing. The it was... game a, of it. Oh. Now, I wonder if that is... Being a goldsmith right now would be considered my dark path or my light path. I don't know. How scary and, like, cave-like is it in the smith shop? Oh, not at all. <laughs> not so, probably... Like, I suppose, like, I enjoy all my coworkers, so at the moment I would say it's a light path. And is there lots of shiny gold everywhere? Everywhere, and it's, like, embedded in my skin now. Yeah? And my nickname at work is Diamond Eyes. Really? Because on one of my first days, my boss was showing me 
um like how hard like some diamonds are and like they won't break and then he was like hitting this one with a little hammer and then the way he hit it it like shot up into my eye <laughs> like it, it, it hit me in the eye and i couldn't see for a little while i'm fine now but and i wasn't wearing my glasses that day so it like really got in there oh no you had a diamond in your eye diamond in my eye got it out well you should have been able to keep it i think i know right but so yeah i have a really like kind of james bond villainy work nickname which is cool well should we play more life yeah, let's play a bit more life. I got a two. Ah, oh, fuck. What? Lose one energy. Eight. <laughs> Jedi challenge energy. What's that mean? Tell me about what you do. I organize the Fringe Festival in Saskatoon. I get to work in a fun co-working building with lots and lots of hipsters. It's like Hipster Central over there. Yeah. Let's just... I don't want to do name drop, but I want to do, um, suddenly all the, like within the last week, the type of, I don't know what you'd even call it, type of coffee, drink, a flat white yeah, has come up like six different times. I've been seeing that everywhere myself. And someone finally was like, it's a cool hips, it's the hipster thing to drink right now. And I was like, I understand. So I just want to say that we have been drinking flat whites here at broad games since before what's the opposite of post-production pre-production pre- <laughs> since pre-production <laughs> early pre-production early 2014 that's when our pre-production was late 2014 early 2015 no <laughs> yes <laughs> early 2015 okay i figured out what the jedi challenges okay so you roll the dice first <laughs> okay I rolled a four. You rolled a four. So how many energies do you have? One. Okay. So you have a five. Okay. And then if I... Is it, I'm challenging you. Is yeah. that what it is? Or well, I'm, the, I'm the only other Jedi playing, so yes. Oh. Oh, man. I, I didn't realize I could go on the dark side this way. Damn it. What do you mean you could? Well, I could have instead gone this way instead of this way, and I wouldn't have lost a point. <laughs> that dark side is seductive. I didn't even notice it. I'm so valiant. Um... I also got a five, and I have no energy, so we're tied. So it means the the not dark side prevails. When do we get our children in the car? Like, okay. So the thing about this is, you don't get like a vehicle and then fill it up with little droids. You get to Ewoks is what I would want. Would you want Ewoks? Yeah, I would want Ewoks mixed with like two little R two D two. Or you can make one pink if you want. <laughs> Why would I want a pink one? Because oh, all of it, girls, all of the pegs in like life, the car game, yeah, are pink or blue. Yeah, but we're R two D two doesn't have a gender. Neither do Ewoks, or do they? Stop here. Uh, Jedi Master, draw a card. Yeah. So this is like when you're choosing, you know, when you pick out like your career and stuff. Ooh. Okay. Now, so now you're picking which Jedi Master is going to be your master, and there's some good ones in here. Is Ewok a type of Chewbacca? Well, Chewbacca's are Wookiees. <laughs> so no. Maybe they're distantly related, but I don't think... I think they're independent races. <laughs> I knew what I was asking. Oh, you got a conehead guy! Kiadi Mundi. Or Kiadi Mundi. His binary brain gives him... Oh, I love binaries. His binary brain <laughs> gives him insights into the Force and those who use it. Add five to my logic. Heck yes. Probably Ugh. just like, you know, they're the same race. I don't think it's the same person. It's not the same person. Okay. Just like it's, it's not it, like it's like you're saying all coneheads look alike, Rebecca. It's racist. I, d- I only sort of thought that. Ooh, some of them are ladies. Ooh, some of them are famous actors. <laughs> Ooh, I want the Liam Neeson Jedi Master. Why does whoa. I don't know enough about I take it. I don't know one? enough about this. <gasps> Who'd you get? Yoda! I got Yoda. That's like getting to be a doctor or something, I think. Who are these other people? Who's Yaddle? Oh, he's like a little Yoda guy. I know. It's a girl. Oh, it's Yaddle. Oh, my God. Yoda has a sister named Yaddle, according to this game. <gasps> That's just, just to let the listeners out there know where we are in space and time. We just passed by, what's that say? The Tatooine, Tatooine building. building. And we're moving into some sort of asteroid belt. Cluster. Cluster. Yep. Okay. Redemption. Two skills. Keep one and give one to another. Papa. 
<laughs> Padawan. What's a Padawan? That's what we are right now. We're young Padawan. We're not fully Jedis yet. What? There's a thing before you're a Jedi that's a Padawan? Yeah, that's like young Padawan. That's what they call like the guys in training. That's us right now. Chewy. Use a Padawan. Also, Banth... No, wait. Bantha clan? Yeah. I didn't know about this nomenclature. <laughs> missions. You're always doing missions. Any skill. Twelve. Go to the core planet Bis and investigate reports of strange research occurring there. Okay. What did, how many... <laughs> Wedding there? Occurring? Occurring there. <laughs> did I say that wrong? I don't know. Occurring? Occur... 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 <laughs> Occurring. <laughs> Things are occurring there. Strange research. Occurring. Okay. 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 I'm going with energy, so I need a four. I didn't mean. I really didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a bit of an accent, I think. Two skills. I went to a speech therapist when I was younger. <laughs> I didn't know that. I kind of, apparently, I don't really remember this that well, but apparently I spoke with a little bit of a, like, a made-up accent. <laughs> and I couldn't, like, I said my R is really weird, so, like, I would pronounce my name, Kara. I'd be like, Kara. <laughs> and then I had to, like, go to <laughs> a speech therapist. To I learn how to that. talk good. <laughs> I love how, but now listen to your sexy radio voice that happened. Hello, all you listeners in Radio Land. <laughs> it wasn't as good as mine will be when I do it one day. So you're not going to do it right now? No, definitely not. Okay. I'll do it when you're least expecting it, and I'll probably accidentally say Radio Lab instead of Radio Land. <laughs> when I was in seventh grade, I. You know when you have to like read out loud of whatever textbook you guys are doing? Yeah. Um, the worst thing ever, you mean? It is the worst thing ever. Oh, you have to stop at the red one. No, I don't. You always have to stop at red ones. And get a dark side? Yeah. But I was reading out loud from our science textbook and <laughs> I was had really no problem with reading out loud except I was supposed to say um, a community of living organisms. <laughs> and can you imagine what I said instead? You tell me. I said a community of living orgasms. <laughs> and then we laughed and we laughed and some of us cried. <laughs> Did you cry because you're embarrassed? I was, I didn't cry, but I like, <laughs> I don't really blush that easily, but I went pretty red. How old were you? Like 13. Yeah. So you know what an orgasm is, or sort of. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know I that didn't. it's something you laugh at if someone says it. Yeah. Basically, that was my knowledge of it. And then I said that, and that was just mortifying. Mm, that's great. I really... You know, the dark side, logically, it just makes the most sense. You get the best points there. But I don't know how important not having dark side tickets is. Well, if you get a certain level, it's too far. you've gone too far down the dark side, and you can't return to the Jedi path. Oh, how many? I think three. What? I already have two. You well, should have told me no, this anything, before. Anything, this quick one, I was going to go up that way too. Anytime you land on like the redemption thing, though, you can like still oh, get rid of your... Oh, redemption. Okay. I'll get that right now then. Four. Boom. Redemption. <laughs> Whoa. I told you I'd do Our producer is currently making a supper upstairs. Producer and sponsor. Mm-hmm. Broad, Broad Games. games. Broad Games, brought to you by Ominosity. Sponsored by Varial Technologies. I came up with a really good idea for an app that no one agreed with me on. Okay, I... What is it? Okay, so, one night we were driving um, on our way to Dodgeball, and then we got stuck, like, waiting for a train to go past, because I trains run... you told me about this already. They run through the middle of the, the city, and so I... Was, I, I was in the car yeah, with you! Yeah, you were in the car, <laughs> yes, when we were carpooling. And I didn't agree with you, I guess. And then, well, no, I think maybe it was... You didn't agree with me. <laughs> and then I thought, and it was really inconvenient, and I was like, if we would have known this train was here, we could have, like, gone down, like, a couple blocks and taken a different intersection. And then I thought a good app would be, and you would be to, like, let you know, like, when trains are coming like, through the city, and then you, like, know what roads to avoid, which seems logical, like a traffic thing. And then you could call it train track. Oh! I don't think that you said any of those sentences in well, the car. Well, maybe I thought about it in the car and then said it out loud later. 
The thing about that was like streets were closed off by cops too. Yeah, that was a weird carpool day. Why was that? Sure. I think they were just testing the train tracks or something. Yeah. It seemed like they just put them down for no reason. But anyway, I think train tracks is a great idea. Really all it is is like an addition to Google. Mm-hmm. Like a train option. Most people in the city would use it. I never get stopped. I've never like had it be a huge inconvenience. I don't drive that much, though. So. Yeah. I and when you're bike riding, you too. can just like fly over the train. Yeah, ET it. Yeah. <laughs> I want that to be a thing. E.T. it. I like eating over bike jumps when you can. Like when you go like, oh, you go up a bike jump and then you kind of like are in the air for a little bit and you're like, oh, we're flying, Elliot. Thanks. I've never done a bike jump. Okay. Well, I'm going to put you in my basket <laughs> this summer. I can't wait. Me too. I need to get a new basket though. Oh, did, did you wreck it when you tried to move? Well, no, I didn't wreck it today, but I wrecked it last time I tried to ET somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, you tried to ET someone before. It's just logical. I think the best time I ever had getting doubled on a bike was when, or maybe the best way to get doubled, not sitting on the handlebars, but it's sitting on the seat. Yeah. And so the person in front is just like standing. Standing, pumping it hard. <laughs> and no. you're in the back in the back seat on the seat just hanging out. And like I I remember she was biking up the Broadway bridge with me <laughs> doing that <laughs> and I wasn't holding on to, to anything. I was just like starfish with my feet like 2 inches from the ground really because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. And it was the best time. Brown I think I looked at the stars. I know, normally. that's a strong lady. I once took a... Have you ever been in, like, the rickshaws around here? Like, the bike rickshaws? Around here? Yeah, like, in summer, like, some guys, like, drive, like, like rickshaws they made, like, with their bikes. I've never seen that. Um, and I was leaving a show at the Jazz Fest one night, like, at the gardens yeah. with two of my friends. And we were walking up to Broadway. And not a long walk by any means. And it was a nice night. And... This guy like stops us, like pulls us over on his on his rickshaw, and he's just like, "Hey, like, do you ladies want to ride?" And we're like, "Like, we don't need one. Like, we're okay." And he's just like, "No, like, seriously, like, let me. Like, I'm new to this. Like, I'd really like love some passengers. Like, we're like, well, how much is it going to cost you?" And he's like, "Whatever you think is fair," which is like already like a really awkward situation to get into. Then, mm-hmm. but then we're like, "Okay," and like, so it's me and two other friends of mine, and so we get into like his rickshaw, and then like on a normal like non inclined street. It was totally fine. But then as soon as he started biking up the bridge, and he's biking, like, in traffic because it's oh, a big no. rickshaw. And people are walking faster than we're going. <laughs> and we're just, like, three of us are sitting in the back of this rickshaw, and it's so embarrassing. And so we get there, like, 15 minutes later, like, longer than it would have taken us to walk. But whatever. So we paid him, like, $20. And then by the time we were going to Migos, and by the time we got there – we, the show that was there was like there was the sold out sign on yeah. the door and then we got a text from our friends and they're like oh no we're at O'Shea's so we're like oh okay <laughs> so then we had to walk back downtown <laughs> and then the guy drove past us again and he looked so mad that he had to bike up the bridge with us three grown women in it and then we're just walking back down did was he biking up the bridge again no, we saw him as we were, like, he was going around a corner as we were coming, like, already down the bridge again, and he just, like, looked baffled by what was going on. It was on. his own fault. He did not offer us a ride to O'Shea's. No. That would be fun, like, going down the bridge. I or know. Ter- terrifying, probably. I would rather do that. <laughs> Ugh, it was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. At least there's two lanes. Yes. But people were annoyed with us. <laughs> So I have a major sugar high right now, which I don't usually feel, but I'm feeling this one. This is like compounded sugar that we're eating. It's probably also that Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We just got made dinner and dessert by our lovely producer. It was not cat food. It wasn't. Or Greek salad. It was taco salad. (laughs) And vegetables. And cheese. And cupcakes. 
Because that's how we roll. Fancy as all business. <laughs> Fab. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I feel so good right now. So lead us into the next segue. I mean, section. Um, well, Se- my segue, segment. My segue <laughs> into our next segment. Um, <laughs> we currently have both been choosing Dark Side whenever we get a chance to in this game because honestly the payoff right away is just so much better and um i know that i'm pretty sure it's gonna come back and bite us in the butt though because i don't think so i think that we're on the fast track game wants you to be a jedi though and if you become like a sith lord instead of a jedi like it should be called just dark side I think that no matter what, dark side or not, it's still life. (laughs) That is very true. I'm just wondering, so say in real life, you could, you were given the chance of either, um, hey, if you're going to finish school right now, you either have to, to get this degree, you either have to go like spend four years working on this and you're going to owe a lot of money at the end and you're probably not going to get a job or if you take this special secret class you only ever have to take this one class once and boom you have your degree what would you do but it but what's the catch well the catch my friend (laughs) i can't actually think of the proper catch i can think of a catch the catch is that it ages you 10 years so all of a sudden your peers so aren't the year same. So you skip, you get aged 10 years? No, I thought 10 years total instead of four years. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the ratio is, but <laughs> something where you're then like quite a bit. And I'm just thinking appearance because every like 18 or whatever age you are when you go to university, they're still pretty vain and youth-like. Suddenly you're, you you look like a 29-year-old. Yeah, that's true. Although on the counter side, like so say you that gave that deal to an 18 year old who can't yet get into bars or anything two they might be like oh sweet i can go drinking and then also here's my degree okay that sounds good i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to think of what 18 year old kara would have done and i can't guarantee that i wouldn't have taken the 10 years aging thing because i already feel kind of like i have an old soul so aging my body up to where it is exactly now i feel pretty good about my my 28 year old body more or less i kind of forget what we said though do you get the degree as well yeah oh yeah awesome i want to be like this now no i don't know yeah no i'm pretty cool with how i am that's really what we're getting at Mm -hmm. is some honest self-reflection about our physical bodies i feel really good about that Uh, physical bodies we were talking about tattoos earlier we both I think you have more tattoos than I do, but... I have five tattoos. You have five tattoos. I'm looking at your one on your forearm right now because that's the only one I can see. And Most it's really of my pretty. tattoos are hidden all year round. Like. Yeah, well, I noticed them um, when we play dodgeball together because we're in tank tops. And so, like, your one, like, on your arm and you have that owl. Yep. Yeah. Those are the only one, other ones I can really think of. I got two on my legs. Sexy upper thigh. Girl. Tats. And what about you? Um, I just have two, and they're both smaller. I'm. I definitely want to get more, and I just I can't decide on my next placement and how large of the next one I want to do. I kind of want to do something literary. What do you? I hate literary tattoos. Yes, I don't ex- mean text, but something like literary related. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just there's so many different things that have like are meaningful and have inspired me. It's That's hard true. picking just one. Yep. And not that you have to. You can go full force. You can have Edgar Allan Poe on your arm. Exactly. Like a certain Tinder guy we know. Yeah. A Tinder. Who shall be renamed. <laughs> who shall remain nameless. <laughs> who shall be renamed. Who shall be renamed. Brendan. Brendan. <laughs> Brandon. <Mac>. Brendan Mick. <laughs> Um, what do you, what do you say to people when they start talking about tattoos? 
Like if they're asking me what mine mean or why I got them. Sort of, yeah. I or just anything if they want like advice. Does anyone ever want advice about tattoos? No though? one has no, ever asked me own. for advice on mine. I get kind of frustrated because I have a rabbit on my wrist. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, what's that? The Playboy Bunny? And like, no, like clearly it's not. It doesn't look like the Playboy <laughs> Bunny. And do I look like the type of person who would have a Playboy Bunny tattoo? Yes. Well, okay. Depends how low my shirt is. Like <laughs> I'm okay really with that. Low. This okay. Actually, side note, um, I found out I wore this dress to work today and like fully it's buttoned up. See through. Um, is that what you found out? No, it's <laughs> on backwards. <laughs> I'm wearing this dress backwards. So, what is the front like? It's like more or less the same. It's just a scoop <laughs> neck. I think it's probably the like if my dress was that low, you'd be able to see my belly button. Oh well. You don't got them things. <laughs> no, I don't. Mm-hmm. No, when I'm working, I have like don't I'm all like feel like up. you need to cover up. <laughs> well, no, it's if just it's. Things, I'm getting a little itchy, and I was wondering like, what is itching me on this dress? I haven't worn it in a long time because I'm in the process of like oh. moving all my clothes over. Yeah, because I'm moving right now, and so I've gotten rid of a bunch of stuff, which is like really liberating. Mm-hmm. I recommend trying to have the like trying to do that once a year, and I haven't done that in like four, so I'm getting rid of a lot of stuff. But so I'm like, oh, I haven't worn this dress in a long time. I'll wear it. And then I'm just like, it's so uncomfortable all day. And then it wasn't like I looked down for like the first time at four o'clock today. I was like, oh, it's on backwards. But the tag wasn't like sticking out. No, it it wasn't. And like I had my sweater buttoned up. Super funny. All day, but it was embarrassing when I found that out because I wonder how many customers I helped today that are just like, hmm, that girl looks weird. They probably didn't notice. They did though. I once had a sweater button pop off. This is this is a true story. I was helping a customer and I had like I was wearing a cardigan and it was fully buttoned up and then just like it popped <laughs> the top button like popped off and and I was helping an old lady but and it like just like hit her in the cheek. <laughs> and it was so old diamond eye warner. <laughs> Add it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I've never had embarrassing things like that happened to me that's not even very embarrassing it's just it was just it was funny was but funny. <laughs> i felt bad because the old lady like just pretended it didn't happen and kept talking to me yeah which so, i probably would have reacted the same way as she did i would have been like i would have laughed mm-hmm. and then i don't know gone about my business i suppose so you've never had a wardrobe malfunction i think that's the proper name for it uh, I don't know, but I'm one of those. I'm not like very aware of my appearance at any given time, so I probably have and just don't know it. Like, yeah. Although I'm not as bad of, as like the girls let their thongs just like be everywhere. Yeah, I'm some, aware. Of I that. kind of sometimes think that that's more on purpose, though. With yeah. like, some girls, yeah. But also, it's just like that silky kind of under my pants. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about tattoos, though. Yes, and. I mean, I want to somehow segue into the fact that you and me and whatever his name is all have matching tattoos with a friend. Oh, yeah. A friend, friend tattoos. Actually, both of my tattoos I got at the same time as my best friend. And Oh, really? They're both friendship tattoos? Yeah. Well, they're both. Um, so we got the rabbits together for our, like that was the tattoo we were doing together. Yeah. And, um, and then about like a year later, like this past summer, she was found out she's moving to australia and then it was like oh well like we both wanted to get more tattoos and we're both like harry potter nerds mm. and then i thought it would be a good idea like deathly hallows like the symbol that's on my arm yeah would be like a cool one and then she's like yeah i agree like let's both go that go do that because she saw she's a yoga teacher and like saw one of her students had um a deathly hallow somewhere and she thought the same thing so we we are, they're technically both friendship tattoos, but we both thought of this one independently, even though it's not like an original idea. It's still mm. a cool one. Yeah, it's pretty ballsy to have it right on your forearm. Yeah, I don't really even know why I decided to do that. I just thought it was like a good placement and it would age reasonably well. Mm, aging tattoos. I try not to think about that too much, but... Well, but then you don't you ever look on the internet and it's all those pictures of sweet 80 year olds with yeah sweet i think tattoos. that's gonna be awesome like my parents but it's like what about when you're 40 and it's you're not quite wrinkly enough for it to be cool mm-hmm. you're just like okay it's just pretty okay faded. mom drive the minivan <laughs> like nobody cares that you read the books before you saw the movie that's yeah. what i say when i people ask me about my harry potter tattoos that y- nobody cares or that you read the books <laughs> well they're just like oh you're a big fan of the movies and i was like well actually i am but i'm a bigger fan of the books and 
people say that to you you're the oh you like the big fan of the movie like, oh, yeah so people have said that to me i tried to read fight club and i like i watched fight club and didn't know it was a book i don't mm-hmm. think actually fight club i also saw the movie before i read the book but i was also like 12 really okay whatever i'm older than you well no i'd be younger i mean i was thinking i was older when i saw it maybe well, i didn't see it right when it came out either i just remember i mean I was in seventh grade and this boy ruined it by like giving out like the, I don't want to ruin it because maybe some listening hasn't watched or read Fight Club, but he gives like the big yeah. ending away and he's like, I can't believe. And then just like says that in class. And then I didn't think anything of it because I didn't know about the movie. And then like two months later I rented it and I was like, oh, you little jerk. Yeah. I actually, I loved that movie so much. Mm-hmm. And at the very beginning when the, there's like those like half a second blips of him like putting the porn in i noticed yeah. it and was just like what happened like i asked my brother he's like mm, you'll find out <laughs> i was like i felt so proud that i'd seen that blip yeah. that i think you're supposed to see but like you might not you might not catch it mm-hmm. that's a movie for people who like really like details and yes it's a payoff too and it's just so good in so many ways mm-hmm. that, that that was a very bad descriptor but I remember that movie because the Pixie song that is in the end. Yeah. That's like right when, like a couple months before I heard that, I had heard that song. And, and then it was in the movie. I was just like, oh my God, I know this cool song and it's in this movie and it's so awesome. That's so just rewarding. Just like such an epic scene. Yeah. Oh, it was great. But I tried to read the book and I got like a couple chapters in and I'm like, the movie is just like this. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't read the book because they did such a good job of it. Yeah. And I don't know how true that really is or if it kind of veers off or anything. But I, I also just love Brad Pitt and Edward Norton and Helena Bonham Carter. Like that was an put a- them all in the movie in the same movies forever. I know that was a hell of a cast. Well, they're making um, like Chuck Liniak's writing Fight Club 2. How did you pronounce his name? Chuck Palahniuk. Palahniuk. Is that not right? <laughs> How would you pronounce it? <laughs> uh, I well, I want to say Palahniuk, but I know I think that that's <laughs> wrong. Palahniuk. I I don't know. <laughs> I know Here, there's one second. <laughs> Google, read this word out loud. <laughs> Where do we come from? Where do we go? Uh, we were talking about tattoos. Where do we come from? Cotton Eye Joe. That song always played at like my elementary school dance. It always played in my mind when it... You were on dates? No. <laughs> <laughs> the other day I was in my bathroom and there's these Christmas decorations hanging from the shower curtain rot or like hooks. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at them and was thinking, where did these come from? Where did they go? And then I started <laughs> singing it in my head. I didn't put them up. So wait, I'm trying to picture. So you have Christmas ornaments hanging from your shower hooks. Do you have a shower curtain? Shower curtain, yeah. Also hanging from the hooks. At the same time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was confused. Yeah. It looked quite nice. It sounds nice. We have a really nice bathroom. You've been to my house. I've been to your house. I don't think I've ever used the bathroom there, though. It's the same. I have an incredibly large bladder. It's the same size as two of the bedrooms wow it's a large bathroom i'm kind of stressed out i'm like i love like nice bathrooms and i'm a big advocate for baths it's one of my many luxuries i allow myself and so in my apartment that i'm currently in like i have a really nice bathtub and you wouldn't think that it's that much bigger than like here where i'm moving yeah but after like i took my first bath here I was like, no, my bathtub is like just, there's something about it. The shape is a little nicer and it's a little bit bigger. So that's like a struggle I'm living with right now. It's bumming me out a little bit. I mean, is it worth it? I don't know. Probably, but he's going to hear about it. Yeah. You got to get, like there's three bathrooms and one of them couldn't have had a bathtub big enough? Exactly. One of them doesn't even have a bathtub. (laughs) Two of them do? Well, one has a shower and then one has a bathtub. And one (laughs) of them is just a half bath. Like, who does he think I am? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So we were talking about tattoos. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you sleep on or like sleep on somebody? Um, would you go out with somebody strictly based on the fact that you like their tattoos, without knowing anything else about them? If you just like saw, well, do it. I mean, 
what about their other appearance things um it's mostly like they're like like medium looking we'll say that's going to be our (laughs) our scale is medium medium looking with excellent with excellent tattoos would you give them a chance and go out with them yeah probably there was one guy on tinder actually that i was choked about because he didn't like me back that he has a tattoo of the vitruvian man i think i showed you that oh yeah you did yeah yeah on his chest and i think that that is the best tattoo that i've ever seen that's really cool that's saying a lot but i can't think of a tattoo that's cooler than that i'm trying to and i can't think of that's really neat that's a good idea i wish that i had thought of it but i don't think it would have worked as well on my chest and it would have been kind of weird yeah on a lady chest that's a little bit different maybe it would be the vitruvian woman yeah, which does that on your back too. That would be interesting. Yeah, in general, I really actually like chest tattoos on guys that like go kind of usually in like an arc, like the full cent, like a center one. Yeah, I dated somebody. He had a big tattoo of um, like you know the Friday the Thirteenth movies, like the scary like Jason guy with the mask. Yes, he had like that, like big on his chest. He's a big horror movie fan. Okay. It's <laughs> scary, though. Like, you're cuddling up to that, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't like nice that. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Bloody guy. I have never dated... None of the guys that I've dated have had a tattoo. Really? None, yeah. I've... No, I don't know. I was going to say, I, want, I wanted to go as far as saying I've never kissed a guy that has a tattoo. <laughs> and I think that that's probably not true, but I can't think of any in my head my how the night i met like boyfriend i he showed me his tattoos because it was the day after i got my first one and i was at a party and my best friend was there and this is the one like our first matching tattoos and so we were like pretty excited about it Mm -hmm. and we were talking about them and then like i started talking to him and then he's just like oh me and my best friend we have matching tattoos as well Mm -hmm. and then i was like oh like that's awesome like what do you guys have and it's like a video game thing and then and he explained it to me and then I was like oh well where is it like because I couldn't see it like on him right away and then he just like gets really sheepish and he's like um, and doesn't say anything and I was like wow like where is it <laughs> and then he's like okay you have to understand though I got it there before it became like a thing <laughs> and he's got a tram stamp yeah and him and his best friend of matching like video game tram stamp tattoos and it's hilarious only tattoos are on his back, eh? Um, he has, like, two little ones on his wrists, and then, oh, yeah. like, one at the top of his back, and then one at the bottom of his back, in the tramp area. In the tramp area. <laughs> it was very endearing, it's... and we've been dating ever since. Yeah. I wish that that was the first I've heard of this, because I would have laughed so hard, as I did the first time that I did hear of it. <laughs> and the first time I heard of it, it was when his friend was, like, happened to be there, too, and I got to see both of them, and I was just like, What? That is too good. <laughs> I went water sliding with the two of them once and I was coming out of the change room and I didn't have my glasses on and I forgot to wear contacts. So I could only like <laughs> sort like I could see, but not like super detailed. And so I was like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to find these two guys. And then, so I'm walking up this ramp and then I see like two dudes sitting like the backs of two dudes sitting next to each other. And then like, I like squint a little bit and I'm like, oh, look, matching tramp stamps. There's my, there's, there's my, my guys. crew. <laughs> That's great. You could have done a stick and poke. So many people I know have stick and pokes. My dad. When Are he they was, all spreading like hepatitis to each other? No. I don't know. My dad, just, when he was 15, he, him and his friends like gave themselves tattoos. And like since then. And so he has like, and it's really like small and faded on his arm. And it's just like, like hearts with like an arrow through it. Um, <laughs> and like you can, if you didn't know it was there, you probably wouldn't see it. Um, but so like growing up, anytime I would like you know like draw on my hands or anything he would get like really upset about it and then when I first like went and visited my parents over Christmas after I got my first tattoo and I knew that they probably wouldn't be happy about it and so I was just wearing like long sleeves the whole time and then like after like my third night like having dinner with them then my stepmom was just like what's on your wrist and then I was like oh this um it's a bunny (laughs) (laughs) and then um she's just like oh my god and she's not a big fan of tattoos either and i've heard like many rants of hers about them which might be more of a reason why i got it i don't know rebellious child in a way (laughs) and then she like looks at my dad and she's like what do you think of this and then my dad just looks at me and he knows that i know about his tattoo and he's like 
I'm really not allowed to have an opinion, am I? And I was like, not unless it's a good one. So we just don't talk about it. Yeah, and that's why I can see, like, me just having that attitude of not liking most people's tattoos. I can see why parents, like, I, I am that person already. I just said that I don't like them. So it's like, yeah, I wouldn't like if my kid got a tattoo. But I would just hope that they have good taste, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's lots of tattoos that I really do like, too. My dad has a tattoo. It says karate. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> that's that's all. It's in Chinese, I think. Um, my mom doesn't have any tattoos. My brother doesn't have any tattoos. I have five. So you're making up for the whole family. I guess so. It's generous of you. Side right now. We are down the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> We're you're... keeping that. Okay. What's that? One? One. Oh, no. And you need to take another dark side. Gain three energy, though. Heck yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't take the dark side? Yeah, I have so much energy. And logic, and I got lots of skills in general. One, Cease. two, three, four, five, six. Redemption! Redemption! Do I want to be redeemed? What's okay. that you say again? So you're so you, how many dark tiles do you have? Three. Three. I'm on the dark side path, aren't I? Yeah, you're on the dark side path. See? God damn it. The dark side is coming back at you. Well, you should have known that if you're going to be on the dark side, you need a lot of fighting, you idiot. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Chewy, come on. Well, this is what you get for training che- Chewy as a Jedi because he's not a Jedi. I can't wait. No, we're not. He's on the dark side, clearly, but he's right. not smart enough. Where's all my... Okay. If you fail, it... You oh, no. To... I'm on the, like, the Jedi oh. path, so <laughs> I only get, I get rewards if I succeed, but I no. See. I see. It's just basically conditioning. Exactly. What's that called? That's right. No, but the, it's the type of conditioning, like positive, oh, positive reinforcement. reinforcement. Yeah. Or negative reinforcement. Yeah, because I'm going to win now. I'm just going to steal these from this pile. That's why I've been doing so good. Oh, I don't even know what I'm rolling for. Both roll again. Oh, okay. So okay, so this is this last one is for all the marbles, and we both have. So it all comes down to it just a roll of the dice. I think that's pretty dice. telling of word games. Exactly, and, and just we might life see in this general come as a, as a theme in future podcasts. It all just comes down to the roll of a die. <sighs> that should be our tagline. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Seven. Oh. So you're at 14? <laughs> this is so stressful. Oh. Yeah, I didn't even care. I'm like, what is the dice? You have seven as well, right? No, I have eight. Oh, you have more. No, you have... What are you talking about? You also have eight. <laughs> I rolled a seven. <laughs> okay, so okay. 15. So I need, a, I need a seven or higher. <laughs> I'm really stressed out. It's going to roll like a one or it's something. It's going to roll the 10 because it's zero. And then who knows? Well, it's a 10 if it rolls a zero. I say it's a zero. No. no. Hey, do you want to blow on this for me? No. I'm so lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Does it count if you blow on your own dice, or is that just like, we'll see, I guess. (laughs) Oh! By one! I don't remember. You rolled a seven, and I rolled an eight. You rolled a seven. Isn't life great? I'm the winner. I'm the Jedi Knight. I'm the winner. Life is all right. That's a little Jedi rap for you <laughs> that just came to me because the force is really strong with me right now. That was amazing. <laughs> well, this has been the first episode of Broad Games, and I hope you enjoyed it. We had fun playing life and talking about life. Yeah, Chewy and Green Face Girl. I feel terrible for not knowing her name. Well, now she won, so. She did win. I'm going to look this up, and I'm going to tweet about it later on what her name is but if you know the name please feel free to tell us <laughs> also conehead guy yeah conehead key no he has a name kiadi mundi kiadi mundi kiadi monday kiadi monday kiadi monday kiadi monday Monday. <laughs>
Monday. <laughs> okay, that's my favorite one. <laughs> I wasn't even out. I don't even. I was still at more. You want to do it again? No. Kirede <laughs> Monday. <laughs> I knew you were going to whistle. I'm surprised I made it through that. like to thank our sponsors, Ferial Hosting, the muscle behind our hustle. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll feature an even sillier board game and even more hard-hitting topics. So Rebecca, you were just reminding me of how we first met. Well, it was it was a couple years ago now. It was a few years ago. I feel like I've known you for way longer. I think that it was in the summer. Mm-hmm. It was before you and Ryan were dating. Oh right. And I had that really bad sunburn. <laughs> and you ran up to me and you're like, Hey lobster and you slapped my shoulders. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound like something I would do. But you did do that. But I thought that you were uh, someone else. Yeah. And Which, this, was, this was at the exhibition. I don't even like going to the exhibition. Neither do I. I don't know. And then we talked about it that. We're like, I don't want to be here. And because stupid fucking hillbillies <laughs> come up and hit me in the back. And, and I was like mortified because you didn't like i was more embarrassed i was so embarrassed and you were more embarrassed than i was mad and also a little bit and what band was it oh i can't even remember what band i can't remember it either i remember i was holding one of those like big elephant ears though (laughs) and i dropped it (laughs) because i hit you yeah Man, did I at least get you a new one? No, my friend picked it up and ate it. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay. It was like a five-second rule. But I think on at the fair, the five-second rule is more like half a second because you shouldn't eat anything. You, you shouldn't, shouldn't even eat things that people hand you that you buy there. So basically, we instantly bonded even though I hurt you. Mm-hmm. And that's how it goes even now. <laughs> even now. When I slam that freezer door on your, <laughs> on your hand. Friendship through pain. Friendship through pain. That's the moral of life. Kiare Monday.